Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to Ello Governor, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Ella Governor of the Podcast. I'm Abdullah, and with me is Sam. Hi. I'm currently doing a commission involving chibis for some reason, but let's. this is break time for me. Let's go. <laughs> so what we decided to do, is, we decided to review three post-apocalyptic movies, and I'm not going to lie, out of all the episodes we've done, this was the most painful to get through. Yeah. Basically, the idea is that we are supposed to celebrate Fallout Force release because we both are really, really hyped for that game. Though me first, because I have to like PC and stuff. I have to check if the game's good, all that stuff. Let's go with that. And then we thought, hey, let's just do post-apocalyptic. And then we chose the three movies. We watched it, and it's uh, okay. But but first of all, we tried watching. Well, I tried watching Dead End Drive-In, and that movie pissed me off so fucking much that I just said, "Fuck it, I'm not doing this movie." Yeah. I am not reviewing this movie. Yeah, and um, I watched Land of Doom. Though the problem is that Abdullah doesn't have the file, so it doesn't count because if both of if one of us don't have any access to watch a movie, then we consider it no any no non-reviewable. Like I tried watching like Dead End Drive-In, but it was just so fucking boring. There's like only one action sequence in the entire thing, and it doesn't come until like the last 50 minutes of a fucking an hour and 30-something movie, and it's just dull. Um, Land of Doom here is the cleanest apocalypse I have ever heard, though the entire thing is more messy. It's a little bit messy, though it's technically feminist character gets traumatized by men touching her, accompanies with wounded dead soldier, and then they go on adventure to go to place. They st- and at the end, they still don't have that place, but there is a Turkish guy with a flamethrower at the very end with epic music. But, you know, it was it, it just ended abruptly. That's about it. It was basically Turkish Fury Road. <laughs> yes, it's Turkish Fury Road, man. So, we decided we picked three movies, and look, I'm just going to be honest here. I'm just going to end up praising one movie a lot. Yeah. And understand, understand that this is not a good movie. Like, if... if let me, let me explain this. Like, all the movies we reviewed, like, they're not good movies, okay? Let, let's, just, let's just get that out of the way right now. Yeah. But if, if, if you're someone who can watch or can stomach a lot of B-movies or a lot of really low-budget schlock, then I would recommend watching this. But other than that, j- don't bother. Yeah. J- I- just, just don't bother. Yeah, all the movies we chose are not exactly the best that we got, but it's the, you know, we get what we we get what we 
God, I guess. So the movie we're going to talk about first is Battle Truck, and the reason why this is like the best of of the of the three movies we watched is because, well, it's the only one that actually had a fucking plot. Though the plot feels a little more like wa- The Walking Dead without much on the zombie part, as in at least the apocalypse in itself is a little more grounded to reality, unlike the um, Mad Max ripoffs that we have watched. We'll get to that later, but Battle Truck, I, what I liked about it is... Is, is well less is more. I'm I'm actually impressed by the fact that they didn't really go all out with this. Like it was just a normal apocalypse. Well, I wouldn't even call it a post post apocalyptic movie because it's just like what would happen if we just ran out of you know gas. Yeah. And we had to like uh, you know ration that. Yeah. And I like that. I like the more realistic approach to that, and I like the fact that I, I love the villain. I, I really do. The villain is one of the most one of the best villains I've seen in a long time because he is the most sadistic fuck ever, and he doesn't—he knows it. Like I—it's I, really hard to describe how how well this villain is because what I like about him is just—he's just a guy who wants to who wants to survive. He's not this over-the-top crazy gang leader or over-the-top crazy person dressed up in like a skull mask and all this shit. He's just a normal guy who wants to survive. Yeah, and that in a way kind of works. Like I said, it felt a little bit like The Walking Dead. It's more about the drama of surviving an apocalypse than the apocalypse itself. And that guy felt realistic, but also he did not give a shit. And that was actually kind of fun in a way. Like, he's like, oh, you don't know where that is? He just slits the guy's throat. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And then wipes the and then wipes the blood off the blade with, and then with his when he tries, jacket. Yeah. And he tries to, like, raid a children's apartment. Uh, right to raid, like, a tent full of kids. And all he just did is, like, steal the neck. Hey, can I get another? Okay, thanks. That's about it. It was, what are you doing? It's so intimidatingly. And it's just, Wow. At least you're a better villain than all the villains that we watched a long, long time back. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, he's a good villain, but he's no Carl Wolf. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's a good villain. He's a good villain. Let's go with that. I, and what I like about him is, okay, I'm, here's, here's the part where everyone's going to get pissed off at me, but what this movie does better than Fury Road, in my opinion, is the fact that by having normal villains, it actually makes them more threatening. Yeah. Because... Because the problem I have with Fury Road is, like, it, it, it feels more like a parody of Mad Max than an actual Mad Max movie. Yeah, and, you know, the fact that Mel Gibson did not, the Ablissa did not return in the in the Fury Road, that makes me disappointed. No, I, I my, my problem is, it's like, you, you look at the Immortine uh, Joe, and you're like, come on, really? Yeah. Really? I, I really can't take this guy seriously. And I get it. Okay, yeah, I get that that's the point. It's tongue-in-cheek, yada, yada, yada. And that's fine, but if you're going to go for a more serious approach to Mad Max, which probably, like, I would guess Fury Road is the more serious out of all, out of all you know, uh, out of all four movies, really? at least have the villain be grounded in reality. What makes, you know, Stryker from, you know, Battle Truck such a memorable villain is the fact that he's just a normal guy who wants to survive, who will kill ev- everyone who gets in his way. And I like the truck's design because it's it's large, it's creepy. It's tanky. Yeah, and kudos to, to whoever, whoever designed the truck. I would say it's one of the best-looking trucks of all time because it's not overblown and over the top. Um, yeah, though, in, though I will admit that truck better than the, the, the bikes of Land of 
Land of Doom because basically the bikes are just putting random ass cardboard on it and call it high tech, futuristic, and apocalyptic. And I love how the striker is like, oh, how do we get in? Fuck it, just go through it. Like, you see the truck going through a lot of stuff in this movie and just demolishing everything in its way. And I like that because it establishes that the fact that the truck is something not to be fucked with. Yep. And that's basically the titular battle truck. And that's what I, I really like about it because we don't get to see that type of stuff anymore. Like, we don't get to see uh, visual storytelling like that anymore. Nowadays, it's like have have someone spout out exposition so the audience can understand it. So, in a way, we should not talk about the heroes because they're boring. <laughs> oh, look here. Like, and that's kind of the problem is, like, I'm just giving this movie a lot of praise because of the villain. Like, but everything else is just so dumb. Like, okay, you got this woman who escapes Stryker and the whole conflict is him wanting her back. Yeah. And she gets... And and I like the hero, uh, like, somewhat, because he's not over-the-top and stupid. Well... But at the same time, he's just dull. Yeah. Though, at the very least, you gotta admit, he at least made a gasoline out of chicken shit, for some reason. And I like the, the armored-up uh, Volkswagen Beetle that he drives oh, at the God. end of the movie. <laughs> I, I think that, that, that really was such a smart, such a well-done, you know, action sequence. Like, okay, it's a slow movie, but the, the action sequence towards the end was really well done, and I'll just say, okay, fine, you know, this is a good movie. Not a great movie, but a good movie. Yeah. One of the better movies we watched, and I would personally put it on the best the best of lists so far. Yeah, yeah, we don't have much, much of the list so far, but... The thing I did, the the thing I liked about Battle Truck was one, when it tries to be serious, it's kind. When it tries to be grounded reality, it does it well, and yet when it went to the Battle Truck part, I just thought, oh, dude, grounded reality, that was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the truck's design because you look, you see it in action, and I'm like, you know what, this is really cool. Like, I like the idea of this giant monster truck. Well, not monster truck, but like this gigantic fucking cross between a, a truck and a tank running around mowing down everything and no uh, one can stop it the, the, I the, like opening. That. the opening was basically the epitome of the battle truck it just passed through a broken convenience store like it didn't give a shit yeah it was it's and it's really great vision again like you don't get to see this stuff done in, in movies a lot anymore nowadays it's like oh you know just throw a bunch of CGI bullshit on the screen and hope that everyone you know understands what's going on yeah Pract practical effects needs to resurrect itself again and again and Yes, I would applaud Fury Road for its practical effects, but Fury Road's plot was, ugh. I think my, my main problem with Battle Truck is just, it's, it's like I said, it's a, it's a very slow movie, it's character-driven, but at the same time, it, I mean, there's a lot of terrible acting and, you know, fucking terrible characters, but you know what? At least it didn't piss me off as the other two movies you watched. Yeah, yeah, I don't really... The other two movies was basically, uh, as in the only reason we got the next movie was because um, it was mostly because it was in the YouTube recommendations. So that was about it. It's like Battle Truck and the next movie. <laughs> like again, and like like I said, it's not like Battle Truck is not like a great movie. And if you're not into if you're 
Like, if you're not used to watching, like, B-movies on a regular basis, d- don't watch this, because you will be, pi- you'll, you'll get pissed off, like, legit pissed off at, yeah. at how terrible it is. Yeah, unless you're, like, into the Walking Dead type of stuff, the whole drama thing, it might work, though you might be dulled out on how slow it is, and how you don't really get too invested. It's like, the girl just enters a community, and then the dudes, j- and then the, and then the battle truck just enters and starts finding the girl and, it, and then the girl escapes and all that shit and it's like uh, okay 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 when will the badass fighting start again plus the music the music yeah the music is is just uh... I did say that the music is like one of those VHS corp company logo music it's like it's all about the Sith trying to be cold and distant and so futuristic yet so apocalyptic and you know in a way it could have worked but still you can't Help but imagine this is the start of a very, very bad B-movie company logo, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, out of all the movies we, movies we watched for this episode, I would say that this is the best one. Because, you know, Stryker was a great villain. The truck itself was awesome. The final sequence is great. It's... But, you know, everything in the middle is kind of meh. But I, w- I would say it has the, the same thing, the same problem that, you know, uh, King Cobra had, which is... If you get past the first 40 or so minutes, it becomes great later on. Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, that's Battle Truck, and I would say it's still the best movie we watched for the Well, episode. yeah. The next two movies will basically be me and Abdullah bitching about the movies we watched. Oh god. Next movie we watched was Wheels of Fire. And look, I really, really, really tried liking this movie. I really did, but it's not a good movie. Yeah. Apparently, Filipino schlock directors are not, that, are not good when it comes to post-apocalyptic movies. For some reason, and 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 oh god, it's it's really hard to describe how 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 much of a disappointment this movie is, cause cause it has all the schlocky crap that you would expect from a Filipino Mad Max ripoff, but it just fails. It just fucking fails at every turn, and it's just disappointing. Basically, takes off Trace. And his sister go fight for go fight some people, and then the bad guys show up, and then they kidnap the sister, and then the sister ends up becoming the the raiders whore, and then they go, and then they and then the TikTok chase go on an adventure with a, with another girl, and then the, there's like this dwarf dude, and then there's this grandmother, grandfather, and granddaughter, and then they go on an adventure in the slowest, most boringest way possible and then and then somehow in the end everything just blows over they found the sister but you know they failed to save her in the end and that's kind of the problem with the movie like when the movie is just like uh fucking trace being a badass it's fun schlock like when he's running around killing people with a fucking flamethrower attached to his car i'm like yeah yeah this is the kind of schlock i really like and then it just keeps going and going and going and it just never fucking ends it's like it's trying to take itself so seriously but jesus christ you got all the schlock there stop don't make it take that shit seriously and oh god the villain scorch or scorn Uh, or whatever the fuck his name name is i don't remember his name is Scorch. Um, basically, all the names are basically one word, and it relates to some track to a trash heap. Oh <laughs> uh, God, I love Scorch because he's he basically reminded me of a fat Dante Briscoe. <laughs> Vasco. 
but yeah. Dan DeBasco, sorry. <laughs> um, the dude is basically just a regular Filipino dude, and he's not, he's, his goons are more threatening looking than him, yet somehow we, he has, he's supposed to garner a lot of respect for whatever the hell he's doing, and somehow I would have laughed more because at least he had, like, female goons as well. You know, equality's sake. <laughs> I I like his design because it's just a fat Filipino dude wearing body armor and has and having slick back hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's basically that's basically the epitome of this of that guy. But yeah, but yeah, all he did was like, hey goons, get him. Hey goons, get him. Hey goons, get him. Rape, rape girl. Hey goons, get him. <laughs> And, oh god, I hate to sound like a fucking like sissy liberal fucking you know ban everything crap idiot, but there's a lot of fucking rape in this movie, isn't there? Actually, I would I would question. Actually, post-apocalyptic schlock movies are not really the best for well the the liberal feminist people because it's like why are the girls getting raped? That's sexist. Like, and that's kind of the problem I had with this movie. It's like, how do we establish these guys are evil? Oh, they kill people and rape women. And they rape the same girl over and over again. And I'm like, okay, can we show him doing something else? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> the entire the entire joke will just be the girl becomes the 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 victim for snoo snoo. Male snoo snoo. God, I hated her the most. Like, she was the worst. Yeah, all she did... She is the most annoying cunt in the entire fucking movie. And that is saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to save her. And yet, Trace is not a good brother, somehow. And I, and I swear to God, like... Okay, they're on the run from the the raiders. So what do they do? Fucking, she stops with her boyfriend to make out. No, no, really? no, no. Really? No, actually, actually, the entire scene is they were talking about whining politics, and then they start like fighting, and then like wrestling, and then they just end up kissing. And then the next shot is epic, pretentious scene of filtery sunsetty background, and then they just do it. No, I'm talking about uh, Trace's sister and her and her boyfriend. Like they're on the run oh. from the. So, and what do they do? They just stop somewhere to make out. Somehow, somehow, I think before you said that, um, you thought Trace and, Trace and, Trace's sister was kissing the brother, and I thought, wait, so, and then I watched the movie, and I'm all, wait, so all those styles, they all look alike. Like, everybody looks so similar that we cannot tell which or something. Yeah, I was confused. I was like, wait, wait, who's the brother again? Because, <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think that's the problem. We the like they cast they cast like two actors who look the, so similar that I'm like, is this an incest movie? Yeah, is there some sort of incest thing going on that I don't know about? <laughs> yeah, until we find out that you know the boyfriend died, so it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that that's that's not Trace. Never mind. <laughs> like they he get the boyfriend gets beaten up and and dragged around and like like a fucking. I don't know. But, and then Trace finds him and he's like, where's my sister? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And then just, and then Trace, like, out of nowhere, takes a fucking gun, gun out and puts a, a, puts a bullet in his head. Yeah, that was... In a fucking scene that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, you just, you just thought, oh, oh, you, you failed to save my sister. Prepare to die. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, also, I still remember Trace's sister somehow. She has gelatin tits. It's like, every time she moves ha- topless, it's like, her her boobs are like, out of control. Oh uh, god, I, I just, I, I could not stand her when she was screaming and screeching and just, ugh. Yeah, so it's, uh. so it's like, like, the boobs, it, it, in a way, it's like she's whining and then her breasts are just like, jiggling, like, awkward looking jello and then you just can't help but laugh. It's like, <laughs> No, no, no. And, and I'm thinking to myself, well, you got, like, hotter, you know, female female assistants. Why don't you fuck them? Because she's fucking ugly. <laughs> I would make in, I would make intense joke because they're probably lesbian and just, like, helping her if that happens. Oh, God, this movie's such a pain to get through. Yeah, yeah. Then it wasn't pretty much the best. It wasn't a good movie. And then a lot of the times it's just... One one place to another raiders. One place to another sister gets kidnapped. One place to another. Duh, 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 duh. That's about it. Though there was a line that I still remember. It's like he, like he touches sister. It's like I, you may, so you're your sister, and like well, you can consider me almost a part of your family. And I'm all, why? I, I love I love the fucking scene where Trace finally goes to save her, and she's like, oh, give me food. I want some food. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, that was just so dull acting. It's like, why mm, you just and um, just save her already? And you no, know she's gonna die. That's about it. For for a for a guy who actually saves, who tries to save his sister and it eventually fails, he didn't give much of a shit about it in the end. Yeah, that's what pisses me off. It's like, oh, your sister's dead, or boyfriend's dead, the woman you love is dead. Don't you give a shit about any of that? Nope. Okay. End scene. The end. But yeah. Like, that's kind of my problem with this movie. It's like, Chase is such a boring-ass character that, okay, it's fun when he's running around killing off goons in cheesy in cheesy B-movie fashion. That's fun. But everything else is just so fucking shit. He is just so fucking bland and so boring and generic-looking and just, ah! Somehow, think about it. That dude is sort of like a B-movie, like... A B movie Steve Boston. Like Steve Boston is only good at being badass. Everything else, nah, not so much. <laughs> at least Austin has a fucking presence. This guy just looks like any other average Joe that you meet on the street. Yeah, true. Checked off Trace. Woo. Like, okay, I did laugh at him. Like when when he when he's when he has a gun and he jumps off in slow motion and starts shooting. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. I'm like, why can't the movie be this? I want more cheese. Come on, give me the cheese. Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's the big problem. It had the che- It had the potential to be the che- cheesy, fun movie that we get, and I would have praised old school Philippine cinema for that. But nope, nope. We gotta be a bit serious. We gotta have something deep. Oh God! And in typical Filipino fashion, lead pipe fight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Lead pipe escrima fight because they were holding two sticks together and shit. <laughs> That's how Filipino this movie is. They had a lead pipe escrima fight. <laughs> oh, against Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yeah, for the keys. God, but out of all the movies you watched, I would say this one looks like the the most apocalyptic. I would say. Yeah, though I'm though we can't say so much about the first, so much about Land of Doom, Clean Apocalypse. Battle Truck is low fantasy, so I can get the points, but still, Clean Apocalypse. 
And this is more like a Mad Max ripoff, at least. So we can get say, yeah, it's apocalyptic looking. Yeah, but it's still... Yeah. Like, the movie just drags on and on and on. And and it's short. It's only like an hour and 20, 25, you know, an hour and 25 minutes. But it feels like seven hours long. I yeah. swear to God, because it's just so dull and boring and just... God damn it! Why can't you like you? You have the potential to be. You have the potential to be awesome, but you choose not to. Uh, yeah. Also, the mini, the minion underground what white women minion people. Oh yeah, that comes out of nowhere. It just comes, it just happens, and it's like, okay, yeah, that happened, and we're not, we're not gonna mention it ever again. The grandfather and granddaughter, and the grandfather has ma- has magic telekinesis and stuff like that, and there's like a dude, and there's like this little dwarven person <laughs> oh and the cult who wanted to build a giant spaceship you got the whole package on how to be a good b-movie and you blow it and she's like oh this is kind of fun the cult wants to build a giant spaceship that's kind of cool what do you mean they get killed up five minutes later damn it fuck, fuck. <laughs> the intense disappointment we want to see we want to see what in the end them Rid the rocket ship and then crashing into the base. That would have been an awesome ending. And uh, and oh god, fucking Scor- uh, Scourge's death, <laughs> death by fucking car. <laughs> yeah. Death by fucking falling car. <laughs> yeah. Was- oh, so a lot of cars falling off uh, ledges in this movie. <laughs> You'll notice that real, yeah. real quick. <laughs> yeah, lots of them. But really, but really, we don't we don't exactly hate this movie. Rather, super disappointed. Best. Okay. Also, I I love the scene where fucking Stinger is fighting one of the henchmen, and he jumps, and then they both fall down. And when they both fall down, and she's and then they cut to her. You don't see the henchman's body. You see a, a body of a of a of a female henchman. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, you you clearly see them both jumping off the ledge and and falling down, but it's like, where's his body? What? Huh? Huh? Okay. You're so badass that you can change genders of your henchmen fighting. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) And uh, that's pretty much it. It's just a bland fucking movie. And then, oh yeah, I love the fact that the granddaughter's like, oh... I'm just this normal, innocent granddaughter, and then the, at, towards the end of the movie, she becomes a fucking badass for no reason. I don't like know. she starts running around, killing henchmen, and all this other shit, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Nope, nope, nope. You you tried so hard to be a boo movie, and you failed because you're trying to be too serious about it. No. So yeah, uh, terrible movie. Don't bother watching it. Yeah, disappointing. And now the final yeah, movie. Final movie is probably the worst movie out of the bunch, to be quite honest. Not saying a lot, right? Yeah. Like you think, oh, 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 they shat on fucking wheels of wheels of fire. How the how the fuck could it get worse? Well, I don't know how how it could get worse. Parasite. Parasite. Actually, the entire story is this. I was checking out IMDb and I saw Parasite, and it. it It made me have the strange memories of when I was five, and they were showing it on TV. They were showing it on Saturday night, Sunday night television before I went to sleep. And then, you know, there was, and then I just watched the whole movie. It's strange that I remember this movie, and I said, hey, Abdullah, let's watch this shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm going to try and describe the plot of this movie. And please bear with me. I'm not making any of this shit up. Okay? I'm listening. Scientist guy creates a parasite who somehow gets into his body and is slowly eating him alive. Okay. You know, decent premise. Yeah. It's the apocalypse for some odd reason. It's never explained why it's the apocalypse, but, you know, just bear with it. Yeah. Scientist guy wants to find the cure, and he does not, and, and, uh, at the, at the beginning of the movie, he stumbles across a woman getting raped, and then when he helps her out, she attacks him. For no reason. Why, I don't know. Never explained. The woman had nothing to do with the plot. It's just there to try to establish that character's a good guy for saving her. Or a okay. post-apocalyptic. Yeah, and then he, and then there's this government guy who's running around killing people with a fucking laser pointer. We all want and that. Then there, and then there's this gang of fucking ruff, ruffians uh, led by Ted Danson running around, and they have this whole thing going, and it's just, what am I even watching? The entire thing felt weird. Personally, it felt weird. And then you're supposed to think, oh, this is going to be like a creature feature. Is that in a post the universe? And then you never get to see the power site for like five, only five times, actually. Yeah, and it's like special effects by Stan Winston. How? 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 <laughs> oh, and yeah, the only, the only reason this movie is remembered is because it's Demi Moore's first movie. Uh, yeah. She did nothing, though. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically... Demi Moore. And as much as I as much as I gave Trace a lot of shit for being a shit character, he is nothing compared to the piece of shit that is Paul in this movie. Boring oh my god. Ass scientist. And not the badass scientist that can shoot laser beams. That lame. Just lame. And there's this dumb fucking subplot about this bartender and and, and his and the tension between him and, and the ruffians and at the end like the Ted Danson saves him. For some reason. Yeah. No reason. It's like, oh, you know, I, I saved you because why not? Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> It's such a piece of shit. I'm sorry for recommending that to you, man. I really am. Like, outside, okay, I like the evil government guy. Like, because he's so out of place entertaining. Like, he's, he's wearing a business suit and he's running around murdering people with a fucking laser pointer. That's funny. Yep. But everything else is so dull and stupid. And Not in a good way. Yeah, it just drags on and on. And you think to yourself, oh, yeah, Sam said this is a creature feature. Where the fuck is the creature? It, oh, yeah, um, one of one plot is one of the guys got the scientist's flask thing, opens it, puts his hand in, okay, nothing happens. And then he just looks in and it's like, ah! And, then it, and it's like, this is the most 3D we've ever seen in a while. This is boring. Yeah, and this movie was released in 3D, and keep in mind, half this movie is fucking conversations. So who paid money to see this in 3D? Who? The dude from the first troll. Like, okay, I understand. I mean, okay, I'll be, I'll be honest. Okay, Charles Brand is, you know, a schlock, you know, a good schlocky director. And this is, like, one of his, his second movie. So I'm not going to blame him for, for, like, you know, completely sucking at this because he did get better later on in his movies. He did get a lot more fun with his schlocky movies. Yeah. But, but this is just dumb and boring and just I don't give a shit but like okay I understand what he was trying to go for he was trying to go for like the more 
the he was trying to make the thing. He was trying to make Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. Or, or not, not not Carpenter's the thing. Carpenter's the thing didn't come out that that time. This came out before, but like he was trying to to, to go to 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 do like a character driven character driven story. Actually, we're going with this. He's trying to make it all 50s and all, oh my god, Creature from the Deep, oh my god, Parasite, oh my god, Image of the Body Snatchers. It just has a severe lacking of the creature. And and no, and, and, and the problem is, is, like, okay, even if they didn't have the, the creature, at least they would have had, like, a cheesy actor to make the movie fun, right? Nope. Yeah. God, I wish Vincent Price was in this fucking movie. He would have saved it, but nope. Nope. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, this movie is just dull. And Debbie Moore's acting. Holy shit. She, Holy she, fucking shit. She got better? I don't know. I, I just, just... Just, 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 just fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. Yeah, just, 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 god damn. And oh yeah, they were planning a sequel. No, they actually planned a reboot, a 2003 reboot, but it's actually apparently worse. Thank God. <laughs> worse than this? Yeah, worse than worse this. Worse than this. <laughs> worse than this. It's like Parasites 3, the revi- the original is 3, the revival's like what? 1. One. How? How? I don't know either. I'm 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 wondering to that myself. Like, and they were planning a sequel. I heard like they originally were planning a sequel. Although you wouldn't know that from the fucking ending, and it just stops. The movie just stops. Yeah, they just killed like the parasite, and the end. Yeah, it's over. Fuck you. Yeah, there we go. Parasite 2004. Wait, is this the one? E- no, that's the different parasite. Is this the same parasite? And what pisses me off, it's like the Parasite has the same design as the Deadly Spawn, which is a much better movie. Yeah. And and what pisses me off, it's like, oh, the Deadly Spawn came out a year later. So the good movie ripped off the shitty movie. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck does that happen when the good movie rips off the shitty movie? Wait, I'm checking the... I don't know if yeah. Uh, so I'm not surprised that this movie didn't get sequels, seeing as Charles Brand is notorious for for doing cheap, cheap, low, low budget sequels to to his already cheap, low budget movies. Yeah. I mean, look at the Puppet Master series. <laughs> That's his brainchild. <laughs> That's his brainchild. <laughs> yep. <sighs> yeah. Sorry. I just, I just really hate this movie. Oh, no, no, there is no. no. There is I thought no Parasite, joy. I thought Parasite had a revival. My mistake, it's not. It's a different movie. Yeah, it, I would love to see a reboot of this where it's not shitty. <laughs> I'd love to see a not shitty version of this. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. But, hey, we already did all their three movies for post-apocalyptic episode, and... I'm sorry. Yeah, out of all the mo- out of all the movies we watched, this was this one was the worst experience. And I'm like, yeah, now I suddenly want to go back to watching fucking Knucklehead again. <laughs> well, at least we're good. There, yeah, I'm I'm here. Um, well, we're well, we can go back to watching action movies again for a bit, or are we gonna wait for like December? <laughs> oh God. Or we could talk about Richard the Lionheart. Oh God! You said we should not. You t- you said we shouldn't. Oh God! Yeah, Richard the Lionheart. That that's the worst movie I've ever seen, and I'll just leave it at that. TLDR: People should not try hard to be a low-budget version of 300. 
and Game of Thrones. <laughs> and fuck Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> I'm sorry, but fuck Malcolm McDowell. There's being a washed up actor and there's being Malcolm McDowell. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it, and we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye.